Hello and welcome back. You're listening to Spectacular Slovakia. I'm Peter Lohopoletz and we'll talk Bratislava today again. You'll hear from German ambassador Barbara Wolf in just a moment. She's quite new to the city, so I'm really curious what she has to say about Slovakia's capital. But first, I must mention Bratislava Tourist Board and the Ministry of Transport and Construction, thanks to which you can listen to the series about Bratislava. And now, let's welcome somewhat a newcomer to Bratislava. Welcome to the city of Bratislava, Madam Ambassador. Thank you very much and thank you for having me. Hmm? When they told you that you would be posted in Bratislava, were you excited? I indeed had Bratislava on the list of postings for which I applied, so I was not completely surprised. I'm also not a newcomer to Bratislava. So I've been here before. I have been here before, but only visiting. <laughs> And my earliest visit stayed back quite some time, so it was mm-hmm. in the middle of the 90s. Oh. But then again, I came around three years ago to visit my predecessor, who is a colleague of mine, obviously, and we started the same year. So I had a little idea of Bratislava already before I came. So what do you remember from those, from those times, from the 90s? I think what mostly stuck in your mind is the old city. <laughs> so I remember some of the sites, but I also remember very fondly some of the coffee houses in the center of town, mm-hmm. uh, notably the, the Cafe Roland, which is closed now under construction, but I'm looking forward when it will be open again. Hmm? Yeah. So you came in August of this year, aiming the pandemic. So did you have actually a chance to discover the city properly? So first of all, since it was summertime and, and it was quite a hot summer this year in Bratislava, yeah. so many people have been outside and outside walking is possible in the pandemic and very easy. <laughs> so it was indeed almost a good time to arrive in Bratislava under pandemic situation. So I could walk around quite a bit uh, and uh, at the time the situation was still a little bit better. So you also had some events uh, which you could attend uh, being outside. So it was a good time indeed to discover the city. Hmm? I think... Now it's going to change into a ghost town for, for a few weeks because of the lockdown. Um, so you mentioned what places stuck in your mind back in the 90s. And since your arrival in August, what places did you enjoy the most? I think what you discover if you come once again is the new parts of the city, some mm-hmm. of the new construction. And then I think you do two things. First of all, you try to rediscover places which you already know. So I rediscovered some of the more quiet uh, places in the old city. But uh, I tried also to discover new places and uh, quite interesting. I think I discovered some of the residential areas, which I didn't know before, which are quite interesting. Uh, And then some of the completely new built areas also along the Danube. So it it's a different feeling than when I for the, came for the first time, but due to the old city, a lot of it also remained the same. Hmm? You mentioned those quiet or quieter places in Bratislava. What particular places can we can we talk about? So I specifically, I think, think about those roads which are not full of coffee places and pubs. <laughs> and there's specifically, I think it's called Kapitulska, which is starting from the dome. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and it's a, it's a very quiet, but it's a very nice and peaceful street with interesting buildings. And what I discovered at the end of this little road is the, the Albrecht House uh, and its beautiful garden. Uh, and I've been very lucky also due to summertime to be able to take part in some of the concerts in this garden, which has a very relaxing atmosphere and where it's possible to enjoy music. Huh? So do you like classical music? I like to attend concerts for mm-hmm. classical music. 
And uh, I have been very impressed in the few concerts I attended here about some of the young musicians, about the enthusiasm of the young musicians. So indeed, I enjoy very much. And not only in the garden, but I still had the possibility also to attend one concert in the Klawiski Church, mm -hmm. the old church with our concert hall. And speaking of the uh, of Albrecht House, have you managed to meet also the Dutch ambassador? Because he is, I think, quite a frequent visitor to that place as well, as I told me in the previous episode. Indeed, indeed. Uh, I met him there. It's a big pleasure, but he's a real connoisseur of, of music and of the Albrecht House. And since he has been here longer than me, he also has good contacts to the scene. But uh, I appreciated very much meeting him there. And so you mentioned the Church of the Clarices and the street in general, basically. So do you know anything about history of that place? So you said that there are no coffee houses, no restaurants. That is true because most of the buildings are owned by the Catholic Church, I think, still to date. So I think I'm still discovering a lot mm. <laughs> about the history and about the history of some of the churches because obviously I think there has been many Catholic churches, but during the Reformation, also a couple of uh, Protestant churches, which then later turned again into Catholic churches. So there is still something to learn about, and I think... What's interesting about Bratislava and the area is uh, the variety of various phases of history, uh, the changes also in the population, uh, the various groups coming to the city, leaving the city. So quite some movement. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And going back to the church still. <laughs> <laughs> so you, obviously what stands out, that's the tower, the Gothic tower. Since you are discovering hmm. these places still, I can tell you the legend why that tower was basically built. So the legend has it that actually knight uh, named Christian, he fell for none. Her name was Mathilda. So that's why he built the tower. It's not a love story with happy ending, but so that's how allegedly the tower was built. So something new for you. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you mentioned also that Kapitulska Street, it starts where... St. Martin's Cathedral stands. Mm -hmm. um, so have you visited that place? But I think you did. I did. I did visit it earlier already before, but I visit it now also. And it's an impressive old building with a known atmosphere. Hmm? About one of the entrances, there's a hole. I, I read that it's a former toilet. Did you know that? No, not really. So. See, <laughs> you're learning new facts. So if you go there again, mm -hmm. just look about those entrances and try to find it whole. But St. Martin's Cathedral, so 19 monarchs crowned there, including Maria Theresa, but uh, that's something you may know. Did you know that, for instance, Beethoven, he premiered one of his works there? I think I heard about it. Huh? Yeah, mm -hmm. Misa Solemnis, mm -hmm. that's, that's the name of the work. We do have here the Museum of Carpathian Germans. Did you manage to see that museum uh, in the Tsukumandal area? So right, I think in the first week after I arrived, I paid a visit to the Karpaten Deutschen Verein, the Karpatian German Association. And then I had a look to the museum also, but uh, I still think I have to go back <laughs> to see it in a more quiet time. But uh, they also gave me a brief overview on what mm -hmm. they are doing. Hmm? We know that Bratislava used to be multicultural and still is, but back then there were a lot of people like Hungarians and Germans. And, and according to you, is it still easy to communicate in German in Bratislava or is it predominantly English? Did you have to speak? 
I think it depends a little bit to whom you speak. Uh, oh, yeah. You can notice in well, the city. Only English. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and that's what I wanted to say. If you talk to younger people, <laughs> I think English is getting more popular. But I think more of uh, many people, they do understand German, even if they don't speak German with me. And we are still trying, and this is a major part of our work also, to support German language here in Bratislava, but also in other parts of uh, the Slovak Republic. <laughs> so do you still feel some German vibes, spirits in the city? Quite some time you come across some German inscriptions. <laughs> so you see some German writing. Okay. I think you see some buildings which remind you of places in Germany. So there are some similarities, whether it's really German or more Central European. I think one can really discuss about it. So you notice something that there is a German speaking or mm. part of a German tradition here in Bratislava. But nowadays, I think it doesn't stand out huh, explicitly, but it's part of the diversity huh, of the city which you mentioned. Huh? Yeah. So I want to talk to you also about the app created by Gather Institute. Uh, it's called Traces of German Culture, which is an app in German. So for me, when I downloaded it, I couldn't understand the word. I just looked at the pictures and videos. Uh, did you check it out? I did check it out and thank you <laughs> for pointing to this app <laughs> because indeed I thought it's quite interesting because the interesting part about it was that it covers the variety of German presence. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really concentrate only on one aspect, but it has a quite historic outlook and also comes up with places where German factories used to be like Stollwerk, mm -hmm. which is a quite known German brand for sweets. Mm, okay. So it shows a little bit about uh, Germans visiting or teaching uh, in, in the city. And it also talks about the worst times of German history, about uh, Nazi Germany. It provides a big spectrum uh, of, of German activities here. And that's what I appreciated. Yeah, I think there's like 25 or 24 places you can go to. Mm -hmm. uh, is there any place out of these 25 places you managed to visit or you just based on the description still want to go there and see it? I think in the old town, many of the places you come across, yeah, <laughs> but without the app, uh, you don't know it. Huh? Uh, what I really saw in the app and I follow it after I saw it in the app uh, was the place uh, where, as I said, during Nazi times, uh, mm -hmm. there was the office of uh, the German, they called it Gesandtschaft at the time and the place uh, where the then uh, German head of this mission lived, I indeed, uh, I checked it out with the app and went there because of the app. <laughs> you come from Munich, right? Mm -hmm. Do you see any similarities between Munich and Bratislava? Or two completely different worlds? No, I don't think it's completely different words. Uh, worlds. I think Munich also has a central place uh, with a statue of uh, St. Mary. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it has some buildings which may be of the same time as the old town hall you have here. So uh, I think Munich definitely comes probably closer to Bratislava than if you would start to compare Berlin and Bratislava. <laughs> um, I also ask every ambassador, because I think it's very interesting, what places they don't like and places they like. And it's always easy to say what they like, but it's difficult for them to say what they don't like about the city. So how about you? Can you name at least one thing you don't like? Yes, I can. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, 
So I don't really like the highway next to the dome. <laughs> <laughs> I must say, um, uh, I would agree. Right. I think mean? it's it's a pity that the highway cut uh, the town in two. Yeah. And uh, I think if you see the exhibition about the old synagogue, uh, it's a pity what kind of uh, historic monuments, but also parts of the diversity of the city have been destroyed. And it really cuts... Uh, something between the old city and then the, the hill up to the castle, which I understand was also parts of the old Jewish neighborhood of the old Jewish ghetto. So yeah. if I could do something about Pratislava, <laughs> I think I would close <laughs> this, <laughs> this, this wound, as I would call it, between. Yeah, but we must city. say also that so uh, under the castle there used to be uh, this settlement called Zuckermondel and Vidrica. Mm -hmm. As I said, uh, The Jewish community used mm -hmm. to live there, uh, but today they are trying to renew that place. So they have built up this Zuckermandel area, which aims to be sort of a new uh, city center. And somehow they try to reconnect it with the old town. But yeah, I agree that if it had stayed as it used to be, it would be beautiful today. Okay, and the places you like, apart from Kapitolska Street? <laughs> <laughs> I think what I discovered, and that's quite impressive, and all this is because of summer activities, a lot of jogging, a lot of cycling along the Danube. So I also discovered Danubiana, close to Pratislava, and was very much impressed about it. Mm -hmm. Did Not you cycle only, there? I did cycle there. Oh, okay. With the Dutch <laughs> ambassador again? Or? <laughs> no, no, on my own, on my own. It was a hot day, and I was uh, among many people who cycled or jogged yeah. or rollerbladed. But uh, I thought it was a unique place because of the architecture, the art, but also of the landscape there. So I was very much impressed. And the same goes pretty much for Devin on the other side, hmm, which uh, I didn't cycle there, but I hiked there. Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, and, do you enjoy uh, hiking? I do enjoy hiking. Hmm. Well, I think that Bratislava is the right place for you. No? Uh, that's what I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Have you managed to go to uh, Koliba and Kamsig and Jolson Studying at these places? I did, I did. Huh? But uh, as usual, I think the first time you just check it out. <laughs> you see how you go there. But I saw that there are many things still. Yeah. Did you get lost? I, I did lost. I did get lost. I also got lost once when I tried to walk up behind the castle around the oh. old Hotel Borwick. Oh, so I think you're like me. I always get lost when, when I come somewhere. Even if I have a map, I get yes. lost. But that's part of discovering a city. Hmm? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my last question. What places do you definitely not want to miss out on um, in or around Bratislava? I think what I enjoy most about Pratislava is a sort of coziness, <laughs> a sort of being at ease in moving around, uh, the possibility to walk a lot, which is something I really uh, do enjoy, and also to have a diverse offer of possibilities. So it's not only this old city, as I said, but uh, I think I am looking forward to discover some of the other areas of Pratislava and also some of the places which so far I haven't known before. But uh, again, I think combining uh, the city of a spirit with being close to a neighborhood where you can uh, walk, yeah. bicycle, swim, I understand. I think that makes Pratislava a very livable place. Hmm? Okay, thank you so much, Madam Ambassador, for your time. Thank you for having me again. Hmm? 
Thank you so much for listening, dear listeners, and a big thank you to German Ambassador Barbara Wolf. I hope you enjoyed listening to us, and if so, check out the previous episodes with other ambassadors. You'll find them on spectator.sk and on a number of streaming platforms. I'll be back very soon. Until then, stay safe and stay healthy. Bye. <laughs>